Is that loud? Oh, these stupid headphones. We have to get a more professional start to the podcast. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. Um, it's a it's a podcast. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Uh, uh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. Oh, God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. My God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Oh, turn up the volume on my headphones. There we go, I can hear you. Gonna turn down my mic. Today on a very special Garner Andrews show with Bryce Kelly podcast, we sing the entire podcast. Yeah. (laughs) I would do it too, man. Yeah. But I should charge tickets for that. Am I right? Yeah. Hmm. Do you get the feeling that, um, we kind of talked about this earlier, behind the scenes, that... Summertime now in Western Canada is just kind of a bit of a drag. Well, yeah, because... The smoke. It is... This is the new normal, Bryce. Smoke. It's... I can't remember. When was the last time we strung together more than two days of just flat-out sunshine? It has been a minute. Yeah. It has been a minute. You like, look it at, still gets really hot, but you can't see anything, and your eyes are watering, and you feel like you smoked a carton of Export A plane. Yeah, pretty much. Like, all of BC is like this. Alberta's like this. I'm sure Saskatchewan's not a whole lot better. Yeah. Um, from all these wildfires. And yeah, every summer now, it just seems like we are overrun with smoke. And this weekend... Like I was supposed to go to this comedy show on Friday. It was an outdoor comedy show. Theo Vaughn was performing. Yeah. And it worked out so well. My best girl was working till six. I met her just she was finishing work. We had dinner. We scootered down to the comedy show, got there, and it had been canceled. <laughs> I never thought to look ahead, but the air quality was so bad they waved it off. Yeah, like when they're canceling events now because of air quality, that's not good, right? Not ideal. No. And the weird thing is, they did it the next night, but the smoke was even worse. Yeah. So I don't know how that worked. I took it personally. They knew I was going on Friday and couldn't go on the Saturday. Yeah, they knew you had other plans on Saturday. Yeah. So they're like, you know what? Let's schedule it when Bryce can't come. That'll be funny. I can't think of any other explanation. Yeah, it was a personal attack against you. But it's the kind of thing where you could be... Getting really close to downtown and you still couldn't see the skyline. Yeah. That smoke was thick and you were out camping in it. I was camping. Yeah. And I was only less than an hour west of the city and it was thick out there. But everybody who came out said, oh, no, no, it's way worse in the city than it is. And it was bad where we were camping. Oh, really? Yeah. It just seems like our whole summer, like winter lasts forever. Then summer (laughs) finally gets here. And now Uh, there was a day where... We, my best girl didn't even want to take the dog for a walk. She's like, his little lungs. Yeah. I said he could tough it out. Yeah. People who work in coal mines, they deal with this every day. Smoky summers, man. It's the new normal. Yeah. I can't wait. Like, it, this has been going on for years now, too. Not to the extent that we've experienced it this summer. But remember, like, two or three summers ago where for two weeks straight, it was dark at two o'clock in the afternoon. Like, really, really dark. Now it's just sort of this weird brownish yellow post-apocalyptic haze that's in the air all the time. 
And do our clothes start to smell? I think so. Like, do we all smell like we've been camping and then never washed our clothes when we got home? That's the one benefit of going camping like you did is when you come home and you have that first shower at home and oh. then you're just like, oh, yeah. Now you just smell the same. That, by the way, that is the best shower, the post camping shower. Even yeah. if you do shower while you're camping, it's not the same thing as when you shower at home. Like you have a deep, intense cleanse when you get home. When you're camping and you're at the public shower house, or maybe you have a trailer and you're showering in your trailer, you don't just stand there and let the water hit you for 20 minutes when you're showering in your trailer because you'll fill up your gray water tank in a matter of no time at all. And then you got a world of trouble <laughs> for the rest of the, the time you're there. But yeah, the uh, camping shower, the post-camp shower is the greatest shower. Can I add one other thing now that we're talking about showering while you're camping? Perfect. So I... I don't like to shower in our trailer for the very reason I just talked about. Gray water. Gray water. Don't want to fill that thing up. But everybody else seems to have no problem showering in the trailer. So I always ride my bike over to the shower house. And where we were camping this past weekend, from our campsite to the shower house was two kilometers. It was a long haul. So you either drive up there, lame, or you ride a bike or you take the Shoelace Express. So I was riding my bike there all the time. And it was uphill. So you'd ride uphill all the way to the shower place. You'd be just a sweaty mess by the time you got there. But then you'd coast all the way home. Like it was downhill all the way back to the campsite. And God, I love that. Seeing how fast I could get going. But once the first day that I decided to go take a shower up there, I forgot my flip flops back in the trailer. So I had to do the bare feet in a public shower thing. I'm surprised I still have my feet. Yeah, I'm surprised your toes didn't just pop right Oh, up. it was so <laughs> gross. Was, at one moment I thought, should I just wear my socks in the shower? But then I thought, no, that's really weird. And then how do I bike home with drenched socks? So <laughs> Yeah, you're, uh, you got a lot of problems going on there. But anyway, I may have just taken the first steps towards becoming one of those uh, toenail fungus models. Oh, beautiful. You so I got that to look forward to. Star one of those charming commercials they always air. Oh. There are C our gray cup commercials are all toenail fungus. Yeah. It's like nobody wants to see that. A couple of things. People who make TV commercials, radio commercials, stop putting the sound of a dentist drill in a radio commercial. Nobody wants to hear that. But apparently there's still some people that didn't get that memo. And stop showing us gnarly toes when we scroll on social media. I don't need to see that. How is that such a big deal that we need that much advertising about toenail fungus? You can advertise toenail fungus, but... Just put the words toenail fungus in bold font in your ad without showing the toe. It's a little weird. Yeah. I will say when I go camping, I I will go three days without a shower while That camping. is gross. Everything stinks anyway. Ugh. Because yeah. those, uh, those camping showers are, you're taking your life in your hands. What if your things. girlfriend wants to smooch? Yeah. Nah. Oh my God. I'll, I'll hit pause on that. <laughs> Especially now, because I'm worried the camping shower, because now all I think about is that story you tell where you ripped the door off of a oh. stall while the guy was in there doing his business. I don't need that in my life. Uh, I wasn't even there for that, and I'm scarred. But again, I think it's important that people know that wasn't. I didn't tear a door off of a bathroom stall in a fit of rage. <laughs> 
it was like <laughs> the one millionth pull on that set of hinges. And I was the guy that pulled the door and it came right off the hinges. And there was a guy <laughs> making a toosie staring up at me. Oh my God. I God. can't be that guy. Well, man, have we, we've told that story in the podcast before. I know I we have, so. but if you are out there, if there's a guy <laughs> in your circle who tells a story of a guy tearing the stall door off while he was making a toozy, can you please reach out to me? I want to make amends to that guy. I want to talk to him. I want to find out how he's doing emotionally because that if that happened to me, if I was the guy in the vulnerable position, pants around the angles, ankles sitting on the toilet, I would be haunted. I wouldn't be able to perform in public ever again. Like I wouldn't be able to do uh, a number two, even in an emergency in a public situation. Yeah. And I got some of that splash back on that one. And I wasn't even there. I wasn't involved in that story. Oh, yeah, in any yeah. Way. Just me telling you the story. Just hearing the story. I'm like, I will never go to the bathroom or shower at a campground ever again. Yeah. So if a guy in your circle has ever even made just the slightest reference to something like that, that's the guy. And I really want to let him know that that was not intentional and he should be comfortable in making a poopy in public if he has to. I love it. I love that story so much. Just because yeah. the door came off. And then you just set it down and walked out. What am I going to do? It's not like I had a set extra set of the metal snapped. The hinges broke. Oh my God. Oh, and it's I get not it. like I had spare hinges in my pants pocket and I could have just performed a quick little NASCAR reset. Oh, I get it. Of the door. You I just, just sort of leaned it against the side and well, I got to go. Sorry. I just think of it from his perspective. Yeah. Where he's just left sitting there on the toilet. All of a sudden there's no door. Exposed. It's like, did he leave? Is he still in here? What do I do? <laughs> Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Solving the world's problems one podcast at a time. On that note. Okay. Lube City. Lube City. Beautiful. Oh, my God. Beautiful. The ultimate place if you need your oil changed or. Maybe if you just need to get something off your chest, you know, you can talk to Lube City, like the people who work there, fine people, very good at their jobs. I don't know that they're trained therapists or anything, but maybe you were sitting on a toilet in a campground somewhere and a guy tore the hinge, the door off the hinges. Yeah, yeah they might not be able to walk you through that trauma, but they could be a listener. Uh, they are ear. good listeners. Yeah, they're, they're a shoulder to cry on. Good listeners. So go tell your story to uh, one of the fine, fine people that works at one of the 27 Alberta locations of Lube City. You can find the one nearest you at lubecity.ca. Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Just two guys watching the world go by. Bryce Kelly, I always knew that, like, you give off a certain bad boy vibe, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but I didn't know to this extent. What can I say, man? I, uh, I look at the law and I spit at its feet. You have questions? Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly have answers. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. We're, we're talking about the, uh, the whole Costco thing. Are they cracking down here or is this a U.S. thing? Didn't really say. I'm assuming it's everywhere because, yeah, they've kind of learned that they have the self-checkouts at Costco now, and you have to scan your card, but no one is there checking to make sure that it's actually your card. Yeah, nobody's looking at the picture going, hey, wait a minute, that's not you. Now, most of us who color between the lines, we're just using our own cards, but it turns out some people are passing them around, sharing them, and non-members are swimming in savings. Yeah. So Costco's like, not anymore, Jack. It's sort of like how Netflix tried to crack down. Exactly. Is it working? Is it? 
I think the Netflix thing did. The Costco one, they now say they have to start checking everyone's card at the self-checkout now. Yeah. Ugh. Somebody texted and said, bad boy life. I took a rental car out of the country, even though it clearly stated on the rental agreement the car was not to leave the country. Rented in Vancouver, drove to Seattle, got away with it. Ooh. That's great until you have car trouble. I once rented a car. Yeah, no kidding. You get a tow. You get a ticket in Spokane. Now, how do you explain that? Yeah. I once rented a car in Halifax, and they're like, unlimited kilometers as long as you stay in Atlantic Canada. And I was like, how on earth would they ever know? I could drive this thing to Vancouver and back. How would they ever know? How would they know if you dipped your toes into Quebec? Exactly. Yeah. How would they know, man? Hmm. Uh, where's that Elks one? Oh, yeah, the Elks one. It It says, uh, for over a decade, I've been buying the cheapest Elks tickets available and just sitting anywhere I want. That's from Will. (laughs) I couldn't do that. I can't do that. No. There are people that have no problem at hockey games, at concerts, where they just move. They they spend half the time scouting out seats that are not filled, and then they move down and sit in the better seats. But what if you get busted and you get sent back to your cheapo seats? Everybody's, that's a walk of shame. Yeah. Oh. I can't handle it. And I also just can't live with the anxiety of waiting for someone to tap me on the shoulder saying, you're in my seat. Yeah. Uh, what are you doing? How are you coloring outside the lines? Let's talk about bad boy life. What do you do? What are you getting away with? This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. For the past 15 years, I was working right across the table from a bad... Bad boys, bad boys, mm. what you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Bad boys. Oh, yeah, man. So, we're talking about the bad boy life, and I had no idea. The scam you were running back in high school? Yeah, I ran it for a while out of my locker, really. Uh-huh, where so, most good scams originate. Yeah. So I went to school in Calgary, high school, and across the street from my school was Northland Mall, made famous recently by that's where they filmed The Last of Us. Yeah. That episode. Uh, There was a Walmart in that mall that had a McDonald's in it, and I ran a scam where I bought a fountain drink one day, and I kept bringing the fountain drink back to school, rinsing it out in the water fountain. Every day I'd go back and refill that thing myself. Ooh, ever get busted? No. Wow. Eventually... The McDonald's in that Walmart moved the fountain drink dispenser to behind the counter, so they, yeah. had, they had to fill it for you. I like to think that was me that did it. And I also like to think that when you watch The Last of Us and you see that mall just in complete ruins and is complete tatters, it's it's a result of the scam I was running for You essentially bought brought Northland Mall to its knees. It ceases to exist. They're dem- demolishing it right now. Yeah. And that's probably because of me. You brought on the financial demise yeah. of Northlands Mall. I did, by yeah. just using the same cup to fill up with uh, pop every day. You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Hey, are we talking about, like, uh, little scams we have run in maybe high school? Yeah, yeah. What what uh, what scam were you running? I used to sell sick notes. <laughs> sell sick notes. Wow, was your penmanship yes. that good? Uh, I had very, I developed very nice mom handwriting at a young age. Uh-huh. And so I would, uh, it was a little, you know, a little side hustle I ran out of the sewing room at my high school, and I never wrote them for myself because I was terrified that my mom would find out, but I was, like, totally happy to, like, 
just write a little sick note for people here and there and charge five bucks and <laughs> do like completely illegible signature. Did anyone ever get busted with one of your fake uh, sick notes? No, because I, I had like, I would only do it for the same person like a couple times. And I, I had a, a group of people that I knew I shouldn't sell to. Yeah, because they probably Cause they the were narcs. <laughs> Yeah, the minute they got found out, they would sing. They would sing like a bird. Oh yeah, and so I did it for like, like the second half of grade eleven and the first half of grade twelve. And that's how you bought your first house. Yeah. Okay. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Uh, what was the one you just read to me backstage? Oh, it's a, in high school. I would ask everyone for a single quarter. I ended up with just under 20 bucks. A quarter is perfect because it's a small amount, but you only need four to make a dollar. Yeah. That's from Darcy. Let me grab this one. Hi. Hello. Can you disguise my voice? Because you- I'm, uh, I'm in witness protection. <laughs> sure, I can. But you know what? Instead of slowing your voice down and making you sound like sinister and creepy, I pitch <laughs> your voice up. Oh, oh, awesome. Here we go. So, um, I was just going to say, most of my co-conspirators are probably listening to a different radio station, but we would uh, ride our bikes no, around well I can't listen to this. Stealing the little chromey valve stem covers off of, like, souped-up cars. And My. I can't remember if we called them chromies or steelies, but that was a lot of risk. It was a lot. It was thrilling. We called them chromies, and we did the same thing on the mean, mean streets of Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You ever get caught? No, well, and by we, I could never bring myself to do it, but my friends all did it, and I just sort of, I guess I was complicit, right? Is that the word? What you were doing, watch, you were doing lookout. Yeah, sure, I was doing lookout. (laughs) (laughs) I I was the wheel man. What were chromies? Uh, You know how your valve stem on your car, Oh, the cap on there, you could buy replacement ones. Just the cat, and they were made of chrome. They, he said, I can't remember if they were called chromies or steelies. Uh, chromies were the valve stem covers, steelies were marbles. Wow, okay, what a racket you guys had going on! Oh man, oh man, I hope I didn't endanger that guy's life though by switching off the voice disguiser. I think midway through the conversation, I think he's in the clear. Nobody would ever be able to take a 60 minutes interview seriously if they actually sped people's voices up. That would be something. It you just would. see the silhouette of the person, but the yeah. Alvin and the Chipmunks voice. Yeah, so we met in the park and he gave me $50,000 and then I did the hit on his wife. Doesn't quite work, does it? It's the Gunner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. What was the other one you were saying? Um, uh, we were talking about, oh, going to a gas station, cleaning your windshield without buying anything. Yeah, he using did. their little squeegee, cleaning oh. your windows, and then stealing away into the night. That's the bad boy life right there. Somebody said, we're not celebrating this one, but this is quite a scam. Around 2000, when I was in high school, Sherwood Park, Dairy Queen used to give out paper coupons for free blizzards, dilly bars, or treats of pizzas. Oh, baby. We got a few photocopied hundreds and for many months lots of us at school had free treats pretty sure i single-handedly ended the paper coupons at dq that's from ron well thank you ron well it's hard to blame ron when there's low-hanging fruit like that you gots to pick it well yeah delicious low-hanging fruit a paper coupon that you can easily (laughs) photocopy and then use every day 
Why wouldn't you? Man, oh man, there must have been lots going on. Or maybe we just weren't scam savvy back then. Maybe people never looked at a, a paper coupon and went, I could photocopy this. I live in fear of rejection. Oh, yeah. I slammed down one of the photocopied ones, and they just grab me by the collar and throw me out the front door. I can't live that down. My wife screenshotted her Starbucks card and then sent me the picture of it so I can have it on my phone and she gets the points that I use. Ooh. I can't bring myself to do it. I can't go to prison. Can you imagine <laughs> being in prison and say, yeah, I used a, I used a duplicate of a Starbucks card. It's like a card she puts money on. But I still can't bring myself to do it. I don't know what that is. You often hear about in prison, you know, people who commit certain crimes, they have a rough go of it. Oh, there. yeah, yeah. I would imagine you'd be in, in line for some beatings. Yeah, crimes against Starbucks, probably one of the worst. You're listening to the Garner Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Hey, Garner, how's it going? Good, how about you? Oh, not shabby. We're talking about uh, low bar crimes of the century. <laughs> yeah, your criminal past. Alright, uh, I'm not gonna I don't want to give away the game too much here But uh, I will confess to this one uh, In my community um, Situated Close to a couple of local businesses There are A recycle bin and a waste bin That are regularly picked up By our local eco-center And so sometimes If I forget to take out my trash Or if I have a somewhat larger item Instead of going to the eco-center And paying the fee To have it disposed of there I will take it to these bins and they will dispose of it for me instead. So do your friends sometimes come to you and they're like, hey man, I need to get rid of a mattress and you'll take care of it? <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm not quite the guy that knows a guy. I keep this one on the low just so that uh, I can continue to uh, to take advantage of it because I don't want to draw too much attention to it. Like I said, I'm not going to give away names of communities or anything, but I just... This one is, unfortunately, it's ongoing, Garner. I can't, I can't stop. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Somewhat related, I knew a guy who had to get rid of a mattress in a box spring once. And uh, he, I kid you not, he put it in his truck. He drove to the neighborhood right next to his. Like, he went one neighborhood. He probably should have gone two neighborhoods over. But he just dumped, this is like 2 o'clock in the morning, he put the mattress in the box spring at the end of somebody else's driveway. It was their garbage day. And it never did get picked up because a garbage truck, they're not picking up mattresses and box springs. So he made his problem somebody else's. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. This one, uh, I had a side hustle when I was younger, but it's really embarrassing. I used to get paid to do dares in elementary they were not scandalous, but usually gross. I got paid a dollar and a Coke to eat a piece of dog feces. That's the kind of story that sticks with you for life, though. Yeah, that's what you remembered as to everyone else in the school. Yeah, you could become, I don't know, like an infant heart specialist. World-renowned, operating on infants, fixing their broken little hearts. But all people will remember is that one time you ate dog poop. They could be swearing you in as prime minister. All of a sudden, <laughs> yes. someone's going to come screaming in the room. They're like, stop this ceremony. He ate poop once. And then uh, you'll be thrown in jail. Exactly. And you will never be prime minister. No. But this is the one, Bryce, that really captured my imagination. It's juicy on a couple of different levels. Okay. 
Uh, it says back in the mid to late 80s, I was in a band that did the circuit between Edmonton, Calgary, and Vancouver, and some towns in between. I would sometimes be asked to meet up with a guy in Vancouver to pick up some coke. Oh my. And bring it back to Edmonton for the guy here who was my supplier. The last time I did a pickup, the normal guy had sent someone else. The coke was bad, and I wound up getting shot in the shoulder when Ooh. I refused the pickup. Ooh. That's when I found out that some emergency vats are also emergency people doctors. Oh boy. Okay, this is now we're treading into wow. uh, like John Wick stuff. Like can't go to an ER. No, because you got to got to report the gunshot wound. So you go to a vet? That doesn't happen in real life. Does it? Well, this person says it does. Oh my. That I'm assuming pretty- they're not talking about Coca-Cola. Uh, no, I got the impression they were talking about the uh, cocaine. Oh my, the booger sugar. Yeah, Sheesh. the nose beers. Shot in the shoulder. Oh, wow. Oh. Uh, do you want one that's a little more wholesome now? Oh boy. Do we need a palate cleanse? I think we might. Is that true about vets, though? There's no way that's true. No. There's no way, but maybe. Uh, this one says, I grew up in a small Alberta town in the early 90s. We were straight up thugs. The only gas station in town had its Slurpee machine at the back of the store, but you had to get the cups at the till. So we'd each get the biggest size cup, then walk down the candy aisle, fill our Slurpee cup with chocolate bars and other candy, then put a little bit of Slurpee on top of our ill-gotten gains Ooh. and pay the $1.50 for the Slurpee and walk out with $10 worth of candy. Oh, my. Uh-oh. Oh, that is a scam they had running. Yeah. Huh. Wow. I don't know which one's worse. Probably the stolen candy. I was gonna. I was gonna say it might be the candy. Yeah. Have you ever had to go to a veterinarian because you had something wrong that you couldn't report to the police? That is juicy. This can't be real, though, is it? No way. Nah. But maybe. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Uh, we got this text earlier this morning. This is from Kaylee. Do you see this one, Bryce? Good morning, boys. Real quick, I just wanted to comment on how last week you were talking about low bar goals in life. Yeah, what were we calling that? Low bar goals. Low bar goals, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I never got a chance to text in about this, but this weekend I achieved mine. A few years ago I started golfing. By no means am I good at it, but I've been able to improve enough that this weekend I made par for the first time. Ooh, your first par. But does that mean that Kaylee parred the course? Or... I doubt it. Okay, you parred a hole. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I doubt it. No offense to Kaylee, but I think the number of people that can par shoot par over a yeah. hole round, like there's probably four of us in Edmonton. And I say us, I don't include myself. You don't? <laughs> I mean. So Kaylee goes on to say, so always keep believing people. Dreams do come true. Well, congratulations, Kayla. If she did mean par the entire course, and she still threw in there that she's by no means good, that just makes me furious. Yeah, no, you're good. If you can par a course, you're good. Yeah, I'd be like the same person. Like, oh, I did so bad on that test. You find out they got 97. Yeah, but I usually get 99 or 100. Did you see this story? There was a woman over the weekend who got two holes in one. Yeah. In one round of golf? Yeah. That's nuts. That's infuriating. Yeah. I've never really even come close to one. <laughs> no, neither Let alone I. two in the same round? Hey, same thing for me this week. It was my hole in one. Uh, Bryce, I believe you may have seen my picture on Facebook. 
Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. won. Uh, I want to meet draw. I don't want to take away from your prize. Hey, there were 16 draws. It went for three hours. I oh wasn't. Boy, that's a long day. Yeah. So <laughs> it was like it may not have looked like much, but. I was going to say, like, when you win a meat draw, I was like, oh my God. No. You won, like, it was like a couple burgers, some steaks, and a couple chicken breasts. Like, no. it was a pretty. I thought for a haul, you should you should. It was have a low more. bar haul, is what you're saying. Yeah, you should have got more. No, so I was camping at Wobbaman this weekend, the provincial park, and I discovered there was a little path through the woods that I could ride my bike and end up in the town of Wobbaman. So one afternoon, my friends and I ended up in the tavern in Wobbaman, which might be my new favorite place. And they were having a meat draw. The Kinsman Club was there, and for three hours, every 15 minutes, they made a draw for meat. So you'd buy in every round. Like, you'd, I don't know, I think I'd spend 2 or $3 per round. This time around, roast beef dinner, that kind of thing. They'd come around and tell you what the draw was for. So that one was the, uh, the variety pack that I won. I got a package of chicken breasts, a package of pork chops, oh. and four hamburgers. And some barbecue sauce that expires next week. <laughs> it expires next week? <laughs> yeah. Doesn't so, it take barbecue sauce like eight years to expire? No, it expires next week. So it they was, found that in the back of someone's car. I don't know where it was, but it was funny because <laughs> <laughs> the best part was uh, after. So this was like four till 7 p.m. on Saturday afternoon. And we finally, it was starting to get a little rowdy in there about 5.30 or 6. And we were afraid for our lives. So... I went up to the bar and I handed in my ticket and I'm like, can I just, because they were keeping all your winnings in the fridge in the back so you didn't have to have meat sitting at your table while you were there drinking. So they brought my meat out to me and I put it in my backpack and I had to ride my bike through the forest, through the woods, back to the campsite again with a bunch of meat on my back, which probably wasn't the greatest idea. And that's how you got salmonella on your back. Well, I could have been attacked by a bear, Bryce. Oh, yeah, right, that too. Yeah, or got salmonella. That must I be confusing for everyone else when you get off your bike, open your backpack, and pull out all this a meat. A tray of meat? Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. God, that was a good weekend. It's Winning fun. a meat draw, that's a low bar goal. It is, and that's why, hey, it sort of compares to a Kay- Kaylee part, a, a hole on a golf course. A woman got two holes in one on a golf, golf course locally, and uh, I won meat at a bar in Wobbaman. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Same music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast enjoy old candy in a jar that's unlabeled. Mmm, mystery candy.